0: Hey, to all my female baggage droppers out there, I have a question for you. Do you like gold or silver? Well, at Breanne & Company Jewelry Store, you can find anything that you like. That's right. Breanne & Company is a jewelry boutique that has durable, minimalist jewelry. She uses genuine pearls, local shells and sea glass, natural gemstones, and of course, precious metals. And these are all quality handcrafted designs by Breanne Light herself. Go and visit her at her website, Co.com, or go to her Instagram. That's always popping, at Brianne and Company. Thanks, Brianne. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of the Drop Your Baggage Podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can give you hope, and show you a technique that can help you cope. The, I am your host, the self-talk engineer, Charles Wolfork, And I just must ask you all out there in the audience, if you are on Facebook or YouTube, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button. And if you're on the podcast platform, give a brother five stars and some feedback. Now, today I have a guest that I have been So, looking forward to because she is the bomb. Hey, yo. So, this is Jada Steele, you guys. Now, she grew up in Huntsville, Alabama. She is a 23 year old entrepreneur. 23, y'all. gosh. Now she lives in the A, Atlanta, Georgia. and she, But uh, you know what? It's not a surprise that she's a 23-year-old entrepreneur because she's been doing this since she was 16 years old. She has a marketing agency and she is the business development and marketing consultant at Perfe- Perfect Precision Marketing Accelerator. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Jada Steele. What's up, Jada? Yes
1: yes what's up man all of your energy your energy crazy i love
0: it <laughs> not as near as crazy as yours now oh
1: man no listen i am the i am the perfect energy balancer so if somebody's energy is really high i'm able to bring mine down if there's as low i can bring it up well,
0: i'm gonna go I'm ahead chilling. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and soften <laughs> that energy like morgan friedman over here <laughs> on, on a documentary <laughs> hey. right. So, so for those who don't know you out there, please let them know something uh, that I haven't told them already in your introduction.
1: Okay, cool. So, what's up y'all? Uh, like he said, my name is Jada. Um J A I B A, not J A D
0: A. Get it right.
1: And um he's right. I'm a 23-year-old entrepreneur in Atlanta. Um I have a marketing agency. And I have been all over the place, literally and figuratively, my entire life. Um, Literally, y'all have had so many businesses. Like the way that I got started in business is because when I was younger, when I was a child, I just loved Jordans. I love Jordans. I love nice clothes, everything. And my dad, um, he loved them too. So growing up, my family, you know, if I wanted shoes, I would pretty much get them, but they would make me work for them. They'd be like, well, we're only going to pay for half or nope. You got to buy that pair by yourself. So I tell everybody I've been an entrepreneur since I was 16 years old, but really I actually started an entrepreneurship in elementary school. I started off cleaning my aunts, my grandmas, my moms houses. I was just I would just ask them, "Hey, can I can I clean your house to make $60?" cuz I would want to buy a game, 2K, whatever, just play with my friends. At that time, we was all playing the games all the time. So, I would make money by doing that from a very young age. I get older, I start selling candy ninth grade, I'm on the basketball team. Um, you know, I'm getting college offers from college I can't even remember anymore. And I gave all of that up because I found out that I had to wake up at five in the morning. So I gave it up. I stopped playing basketball because I didn't want to wake up at five in the morning.
0: Well, how, how old were you when you did that?
1: I was like 17 years old when I did that. Boom.
0: Okay.
1: They said, wake up at 5 a.m. And I said, OK, y'all, do y'all like pay money for this? They, that, You're not paying me and you want me to wake up at five? And you're, you're, you're claiming that you're going to pay me in a college degree? Baby, listen, we don't have to do this. Uh uh-uh. uh. So I dipped, I was gone. I was selling candy. Um, and I built a successful clothing brand that is no longer well, this is actually like one of the hoodies, but I don't even sell it. I just went and made it because I liked it. But everybody still loves it. But I just haven't opened the website back up because I just, I, my life is focused on bigger things. Um, so yeah, man, I've had. I've had jobs. I've been through crazy life experiences. I it, just everything, and I've in twenty three years. I have done a lot, seen a lot, experienced a lot, and therefore I'm able to be serious when I say I know a lot.
0: Amen. So, amen. amen. It's not about, and I, I, you know, I did mention your age, and I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and apologize for that because it's not about it's not about the age. It's about the experience. I know a lot of people that are very young but mm-hmm. more wise than a lot of adults out there sure because it's like it's not about what you've learned like in a classroom or you know mm-hmm. age doesn't necessarily resonate with wisdom either it's a-
1: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. it definitely <laughs> doesn't like i'm giving i give adults advice on their marriages all the time because mm-hmm. it's some issues that just don't make sense to have like why are you operating in a 100 masculine energy you're with the alpha man come on now you're not making sense yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's just i i I listen all I do is read and learn stuff, so I don't mind, yeah <laughs> all I do is read and learn all that. so
0: like so like uh, what are some some of the books that you that you've read that really made the biggest difference within your life
1: um for me, power of the subconscious mind, um think and grow rich um Way of the superior man um i'm shifting through my mind all these book titles um the seven uncommon laws for uncommon success i think that's the name of that book um i the rest of them i have to look in the books app in my phone but i'm just always reading dope book i've been reading i've been very into reading since i was a young child So when I wasn't paying attention in class, it's because I was reading a book that was more interesting than what the teacher was teaching. So when I was in, like, eighth grade, I was reading Tony Robbins' uh, Money Master the Game.
2: Wow. Holy cow. Yeah.
1: So when the teacher's talking about whoever saved whatever... Piece of rocks. I don't care about that. I don't want to know about
0: that. <laughs> right. <laughs> about this
1: bag. What's up yeah. with this money?
0: <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. so that like, so like, what gave you that hustle since day one, where you started cleaning houses and you didn't like ask, or did did you like ask for your your parents for money and they were like no, and then, so you're like screw it, I'm gonna do it, or you know like how did that all come upon your your consciousness to go out there and make money or to earn money, if you will
1: so I, so my mom is an entrepreneur and my dad's an entrepreneur. Um, my, well, yeah, actually, yeah, there's still, my mom, she stopped entrepreneurship about two years ago because my mom has like multiple degrees. So she was just like, I'm just going to get a job. I'm tired of working hard. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, growing up with two parents that were entrenched in entrepreneurship, definitely made me look at some things differently. Um, for example, I used to so my mom was a hairstylist for like 27 years. My mom was, was, started doing hair when she was a teenager. My mom had me when she was 17. So I remember getting in the car from basketball practice and I looked at my mom and I was like, are you a drug dealer? And she was like, what? No. I'm not a drug dealer. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? And she was like, why would you think I'm a drug dealer? And she hands me a thousand dollars to the count. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Mom, this right here, this why I think you're a drug dealer. I asked my friends if their moms have a lot of cash and they don't, and she was like, Oh, no, not a drug dealer. I probably make more money than them, but not a drug dealer. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, so I that's like my mom would literally just have me sit up here and count count money, and she was on the way to the bank, so it would be like 100, 100, 20, 20, 20, 10, 10, 55, 50, 50. and
2: I'm like, What is this? <laughs>
1: And it was the same thing for my dad. Um, My dad ended up, uh, um, my my dad got diagnosed with epilepsy when he was in high school. But when I got to middle school, my dad's epilepsy started to mess up. But my my dad, he was making tons of money during that time because Mm -hmm. he actually had a very good job in management. And he also was performing extremely well with his business. Mm -hmm. So I remember it would be times I would get out of school and my dad would just say, you want to go to Atlanta? I'm like, sure. And it's like, that's a three and a half hour drive. I just got to school at 3.30. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. Like, bro, it's Tuesday.
0: <laughs> you know what, what I mean? like a Friday or nothing like that? Like for the weekend?
1: Tuesday evening.
0: Yo. Like,
1: we go. And he's like, yeah. Um, shop shop until you can't carry any more bags. You can't see that and not say, I got to see what that's like. You right. know, so um, I just started to notice it. You know, growing up, my mom had me young.
2: Yeah, My
1: mom is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's always, it was always people trying to do stuff for her. Mm-hmm. So the way that my mom raised me and my brother, which he's about six years younger than me, five or six years younger than me. Mm-hmm. The way she raised us is, and, and excuse my language. This is my mom's language now.
0: you good.
1: You know, she says, I'm not, I'm not raising my daughter to sit up here and depend on no nigga. And I'm yeah. not sitting up here. My daughter will not be impressed by no little nice-ass restaurant. And my son is not going to be impressed by a pretty woman that's just trying to give him some. Yeah. That's how she raised us. Yeah. So growing up, going to some of the nicest restaurants and um for birthday dinners. And I'm scared to invite my friends because all they want to do is go eat it wherever. And my mom was like, we are not doing that. No. <laughs> so... That was just like the life I grew up around. But my mm-hmm. parents still made me work my freaking tail off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I have like this. I was raised in this way where it was like, we're going to show her she can have whatever she want. Mm-hmm. But we're going to make her work her tail off to also get whatever she wants. Right. So my parents actually don't even know what I do for a living. So <laughs> <Word>.
0: <laughs> why not?
1: <laughs> I mean, they just don't like I just don't talk to anybody about it. Like my family has no idea what I do. Huh. the oddest thing ever my family they're just like like they just they're just like we don't know what she does we just know that she just makes money that's what they say. like they don't know what I do they don't know how I do anything um when they found out I had a tv show they were like what like
0: what are you like what are
1: you, what are you so yeah like but this is how I was raised so too you know what i'm saying like when you see when you grow up seeing money like that you're like i need that like you don't want and i've had poor times my parents have had my parents had poorer times
0: Mm
1: -hmm. my parents had me at 17 and 18 it wasn't always pretty Mm -hmm. but when it got pretty it stayed pretty
0: hey i know that's right (laughs) it's a consciousness i'm sorry go ahead
1: i'm just saying that's where i got the hustle from
0: yeah yeah and then so that drive that drive to always get better then so that came from them too
1: the drive to always get better came from phew, weird mix. Mm. Um, my mom and dad, both hustlers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think like my mom, but I move like my dad. Yeah. So, yeah, I just always had a drive to get better. And I just, started, I just knew I had to get better if I wanted to make a whole lot of money. So I was like, okay, well, let's get started.
0: How does your dad <laughs> move?
1: My dad moves in a very much so like, I can do whatever I want to do. Boom. I'm going to go do it now. Let's go.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: he doesn't, he, he doesn't, my dad doesn't do anything. Just like, he doesn't sit up here and think a long time about stuff.
2: Hmm.
1: My mom, much more of a planner, much more of a thinker, much more safe. My mom is the one that she has a spreadsheet that has my, my mom knows where her savings account is going to be by the end of
2: 2024.
1: Mm-hmm. It's December,
2: 2020.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't do that. That's just not just not how my brain works. Yeah, mm-hmm. every personality assessment I've taken. It doesn't, it doesn't align with that. I yeah. I can't do that. She can, but yeah. So I move a lot like my dad.
0: That is beautiful. So you have the strategic mindset to make a plan and set goals and mm-hmm. then the attitude of someone that is knows what they're manifesting and goes out mm-hmm. and gets it.
1: Yeah, immediately every time.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Ah, that's crazy. Okay. So so like the the t-shirt bit like you t-shirt business candy business clothing brand Mm -hmm. all these things waking working your way up like Mm -hmm. how what's been the the main skills that you've had to help you take you to this place that you're at now expand please
1: sales and marketing period anything you're doing in life you have to be good at sales you have to be good at marketing yeah if you want to be good at dating i need you to be better at marketing I need you to be better at sales. Mm-hmm. You want to be good at dating? Okay, cool. Why are you going to the bar with your shirt? Not ironed? <laughs> Come on, now that's the marketing. And then when yeah. you open your mouth, you're selling. You know? Boom. So you have to be good at sales and marketing in every aspect of life. I don't care what anybody says. Somebody that is good at sales will fare better than anybody else that they're around. Mm-hmm. Because they know how to get what they want. They know how to get it how they want it. And if yeah. they need to get it at the price, they can get it there too. Boom. Mm-hmm. What's
0: what's a a simple like for somebody that is not in sales that list, listening right now? What's mm-hmm. a, a few simple principles that you like that you would give them to get them on their way?
1: Oh, man, with sales, it would just be. Mm. When it comes to sales. You can't get a dog to eat cat food. What does that mean? You can't eat a dog. Get a dog to eat something that's not for him. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with a cat. So if you want to be better at sales, I need you to know what you're selling. Mm -hmm. I need you to know who you're selling it to. Mm -hmm. What is that person struggling with? What is how? In what ways does that person want to succeed? The person that's willing to buy a thirty-five hundred dollar program is not the same person that's willing to buy only a $500 program. And they're like, I refuse to spend more money than that. Mm -hmm. It's not even the same person. They don't even make the same amount of money. They don't have the same credit score. They don't talk the same. They don't have the same ideas. They don't don't shop the same. They don't do anything the same. So you have to talk to the person differently. So I need you to know, are you talking to a dog? Are you talking to a cat? Are you talking to a fish? Who are you talking to? Mm. And they want what you have. The next thing, once you figure that out, and you then have to figure out, okay, cool. Now you know these things about them. I need you to go figure out how to talk to that person.
0: And that's that's purely by like listening mm-hmm. and, and asking questions. And asking questions.
1: Yeah, but most a- people don't listen and most people don't ask questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how they're Amen. not what it feels. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, what about marketing? What would be something simple that you would tell somebody to do for marketing? Because you know you know how to create a vibe.
1: Mm, I do okay. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I do I'm definitely a vibe creator um, <laughs> Marketing mm, mm. When it comes to marketing I like to market In the same way That I tell my friends to date When you're marketing You never try to have sex On the first day You don't do that What you do is let me introduce you to a few things before the sex.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the foreplay. If someone's not good at foreplay, you probably don't want to have sex with them. When it comes to marketing, if you want to sell the three thousand dollars product, I need you to market it well. Can I? I need some. I need some marketing foreplay. Yeah. so that I don't have sex with you. People are gonna buy every time
2: mm-hmm.
1: if you market it well. And mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have have good marketing foreplay most of them don't because they don't have good foreplay in real life either. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, real talk
1: That's who I am man you know I'm a Sagittarius no can't can't be any different than I am it's just the truth
0: it's about taking your time knowing the right spots to hit bingo making them comfortable Bingo. Uh, <laughs> right uh comfortable trust Know what you're doing <laughs> in the first freaking place, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yes. uh, I know y'all uh, hear Charles. Are y'all out there listening to this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't get me set up. I got a girlfriend.
1: Don't be set up. He has a girlfriend and she is satisfied.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so like what's what's your vision? Your your I mean you got so much life ahead of you.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Blows me sometimes. Um, who, my friend asked me my vision the other day and I was like, "Girl, I'm just trying to get rich." <laughs>
2: um,
1: but when it does kind of my vision, like I I def, I want to build a very big business. Um, and I want to teach people. I love teaching and inspiring people to be the highest and best version of themselves and whatever capacity they're able to do that in. Um, specifically entrepreneurs. Um, but I know so much great information and I want to share with everybody. Amen. I want to share it with everybody. There are so many courses that my friends have told me that they want me to get and that they, that they want me to create because there are so many things that I'm good at. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, Guys, you know, I'm trying to just take the one thing. Um, but I want to. When I took the disc assessment, which all of y'all need to go take the disc assessment.
0: Real talk, high eye. <laughs>
1: oh wow, that makes sense. He is definitely a high eye guys. for <laughs>
0: sure.
1: Um, when I took the disc assessment and I looked at the values portion, portion, my values actually says uh, that I'm I'm I have like a 99 on the economic scale. Mm-hmm. So I don't have like, and I tell people this all the time. Like when I was in, when I, I was very successful in network marketing, so I would tell people. You know, I was like, guys, listen, a lot of people will go out here and tell you that your goal has to be solely centered around helping all these people. And it doesn't, your goal doesn't have to be centered around that. Hmm. Your goal can be centered around whatever you want to center your goal around.
2: Hmm.
1: All I, I, I don't want folks oh, knocking on my door, trying to get my services. And pro- no, listen, the only thing I want to do for the rest of my life is be happy, be healthy, make a lot of money, travel a lot and use good moisturizer on my skin and my face and get my luxury twisted every month. That's the only thing I want to do. And I want to have good time with good, good genuine people that I love. And I always meet meet good, genuine people. That's all I want to do. I don't have any aspirations of retiring people. I don't have any aspirations of donating millions of dollars to corporations. I don't even, I don't have any aspirations for that. Like I just want to live a dope life. And I know that I can do it through business. And it just so happens that I love helping people.
0: Wow. So, so like, is that your why? Is just to like make a bunch of cash and, and live comfortably? Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes.
0: So It seems like a strong enough why. And it's been a strong, in fact, it's been a strong enough why since you were, since you were cleaning houses. Yes. Know?
1: That is my why. I I like getting, in order to live the life I want to live, I have Mm to be, I have extreme amounts of money. I like getting massages every single week. I like the full body ones. That's 200 a week.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I like... To get my hair retwisted every single month. Okay, great. That costs money. Mm-hmm. I like the best moisturizers. That costs money. I like the best clothes. Though that costs money. I like the nicest cars. That costs money. I like the nicest houses. That costs money. I like to travel all the time. That costs money. I like to, I like to be able to afford my friends and my family new opportunities. That costs money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If my ever. Every Christmas, I want to be able to give every single person in my family 10 grand.
2: Mm-hmm. Do what
1: you want to do with it. I don't have time. Yeah. I'm not about to go along for you a gift. Here is 10 grand in cash. <laughs> Live your best life. Yeah. So for me, a lot of my values when it comes to that is economic. Mm-hmm. But I also have a huge heart yes. for helping people go to the next level. And if I can make huge amounts of money by helping people go to the next level. That will really fulfill me. But yeah. if I can also make huge amounts of money without that, it's going to fulfill me too.
0: Real talk. Wow. Wow. That big heart. I
1: don't know why I'm so scared to tell the truth about that. But About what? Uh the, All these people that'd be sitting up here saying that they want to donate millions a year to these charities. You, Most of them don't really want to do that. And that's why when most of them get money, they don't do it.
0: Yeah, real talk. Because like they, they probably don't do it when they're broke.
1: You don't do it when you're broke. Exactly. You don't do it when you're broke. I've been giving people... I, I, When I, even when I had no money, I was still giving people money Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. all, all the time. If if them water boys come to me, I'm like, what you need? Because I don't want that water. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's right. What What do you need? What you need? You need a you need a place to stay tonight. Is there was I was driving to my house the other night. Mm -hmm. Water boy knocked on my window, and I was like, now hold on now right knocking on my window like that he was like what's up what so you want some water i said i don't want water but do you need anything though no? and he was like man and i said seriously do you need anything yeah said, i need a place to stay tonight i said okay cool how much does it cost you you want to say he told me i gave him the money we moved on the like. night, and he can keep his water and sell this to the person it because it ain't yeah
0: easy. yeah real talk wow what a big heart yo yeah
1: yeah i mean if you know, you can make people's lives easier with money. You can't make people's lives easier by wanting to make their lives easier. Mm-hmm. doesn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Golly, that's a conference right there. So, like, work. you have your own company and you also work for other folks as well. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think that you'll just transition and just work for your own, like, just have your own company and that's it?
1: Well, yes and no.
0: Yeah.
1: I really like working with other successful entrepreneurs because it's yeah so it's yeah
0: yeah real talk yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: so something that might cost you 25 grand to go to because you work with them you just go
0: real talk real talk especially with the entrepreneurs that I, I know that you work with too like you know mm-hmm. they definitely do a lot of amazing and cool things mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely how oh, that's us awesome. up I, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very happy for you. I'm very proud of you. I'm I'm excited to see you at such an early age and just, well, I keep on mentioning your age because it's, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, got I, to, it's, 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 but it's not, me. yeah, because it's kind of like a, um think of it, I think of it like an NFT. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? It's like, you get in, you get in the early. So those people that saw you when you were selling candy, they got it in even earlier, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that, that's oh right. So like, it's kind of like seeing, you know, um, young Jeezy when he yeah. was popping with the mixtapes before he got his big deal with Bad Boy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things. So just to see where you are now and to see where you're a- ascend to is exciting. Yeah. It's my very exciting. School, yeah.
1: when I was selling candy. They're like, I knew it. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> I
2: tell you.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey, that's what's up. So, Um, it's going to be an honor because, uh, or it's, it's going to be an honor to serve you because right here on, um, the drop your baggage podcast, I talk to people that are dope that can give you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope. Now the technique is the mental and emotional release process. It is a neuro-linguistic programming technique. Uh, you talked about this, uh, the subconscious mind and we're about to go deep into it and really, make big. let's go. So, um, uh, so I want to talk to the audience out there real quick. Uh, Please do not try this at home. Uh, And uh, I, I, well, I'm just saying that because I'm not being held (laughs) liable.
2: That's
0: not about you. Don't worry about it. Uh, Please don't try this at home by yourself. Uh, Mm -hmm. Please go to a certified, uh, practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, and um, if you would like to have, like, try this technique out for yourself, you can uh, reach out to me at charleswolfwork.com. Once again, that's charleswolfwork.com, and for you, Jada, I'd like to tell you that I am not a counselor or a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I'm none of those things that have letters behind them. I am an alternative to those wonderful modalities, and I say that so, you won't sue me. So, okay.
1: the uh, <laughs> hey, I hear someone companies. <laughs> I do. I,
0: I, I ain't tripping. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not tripping one bit. <laughs> hey, so today um, we're going to be releasing hurt and disappointment. Mm. Now, I felt quite a bit of hurt and disappointment throughout my life with um, my mom, uh, my mom living check to check, if you will. Uh, especially after she started paying for me to go to private school, um, uh, girlfriends that dumped me or that didn't work out, um, going to uh, college and then playing for a football team for two years and then getting hurt. You know, so I've dealt with quite a bit of hurt. Also, you know, like everybody, if you if you know my story out there in the world, you know that I've never met my father before. So that, you know, the, the father's days, those all came with their fair share of hurt. Um, So like, you know what I mean? So like, um, where did or or what would you like to express or elaborate on with how you're feeling as far as your hurt and disappointment?
1: Oh, oh, let's see. Um, as I really think over my life and um, I, I would have to say that some of the biggest achievements hurts and disappointments came from my parents Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah definitely came from my parents Mm -hmm. my mom this past summer uh summer of 2021 me and my mom actually started counseling and that right there was Mm -hmm. one of the most transformational things that I think I have ever done in my life um You know, so me me and my dad, we were able to fix the problems that we had just Mm -hmm. by me talking because my dad is um, he's just he's just much more sensitive Mm -hmm. to a lot of things. And. We were able to fix the things that me and him had dealt with, you know, just over the years, different things happening, you know, men not necessarily being comfortable with opening up emotionally and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when me and my dad started having real conversations, he started really opening up. That actually strengthened our relationship and helped us get past the hurt and disappointment. And then I started to see the hurt and disappointment that he had from his own father.
0: Yes, huge.
1: Huge,
0: dude,
1: huge, and then I, when I look at me and my mom's relationship, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of hurt and disappointment there Mm -hmm. because my mom also was not expressing herself.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So you know, and then she also had a lot of hurt and disappointment from her father. So you know, looking back, when one of the biggest mistakes that a parent, one of the biggest mistakes. And right things that a parent mm-hmm. do is mm-hmm. not telling a child the question, the answer to the questions that they're asking, and hiding things from them yeah. with the intent to save the child,
0: right? Protect them,
1: right? Protect the child. When all that does, all that you, all that that just pisses me to the. Let me not say that. Hell yeah! <laughs> that makes me upset, you Hell know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would definitely say that over over time, over life, I would say that my biggest hurt, my biggest disappointments, it definitely came from my parents. Luckily, we've worked those things out for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, we're good. But yeah, that's where mine came from, for sure.
0: Yeah. Real talk. Thank you so yeah. much for for being vulnerable. Um, I applaud you for that. I mean, yeah, real vulnerable talk.
1: hear we mm-hmm. talk about anything. We talk about anything around these parts.
0: Hey. Ah. You the, you're the you're the you're the shit.
1: Yeah, do uh, 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 not mind. You bring it up, I'm answer. Don't ask me none. You don't want the true answer too, because I'm gonna tell
0: you. But hey, we've already been talking about my sex life, so I might as well open the door oh, too.
1: It is, it is. My bad. My bad. I in I'm sorry.
0: Hey, don't be, don't be. That's where it went.
1: Like, at least we know that you have a healthy one. That's <laughs>
0: I, I do I do my thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, what we're gonna be doing, we're gonna be expediting your emotional and mental and spiritual journey today. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this, there's only three things that you need to do in order for this um, like process to be absolutely amazing and fantastic. all right. Number one, you need to use your imagination. Number two, You have to uh, you have to follow directions just like you follow a good recipe or Google Maps. Okay. And number three is you got to trust the process. Know that I'm your guide and I'm going to be leading you through this easily and effortlessly. And I come from a place of love and high vibrations. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's very important to make sure that you that you communicate with everyone in each event. So it's you're going to empower yourself but I want you to empower your mom and your dad and your friends and your Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriends and all those things. And I'll lead you through that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to create an imaginary timeline. So with your imaginary timeline, your past can be to your left, to your right, or behind you. If you were to know, where is your past?
1: My past is on the left.
0: Where's your future?
1: My past is forward.
0: Your past, no, okay, no,
1: my no. Future, my future is forward. Okay,
0: okay. Like, yes, good job. All right. So my past is also to my left. Okay. All right, and a lot of people's futures is, is, of course, in front of them. Very good. Now let's go ahead and get us into the process. Is it all right? <laughs> Don't be nervous. There's nothing. There's nothing to it. It's super easy.
1: Okay.
0: Is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this hurt and disappointment today, and for you to be aware of it consciously?
1: Absolutely.
0: Awesome. What is the root cause of this problem? the first event which when disconnected that will cause this problem to disappear if you were to know when was the first time that you felt hurt or disappointed between the ages of birth and seven how old were you
1: the time that i remember being hurt um is when and just in case anybody listens to this i do not feel like this now and i love these people now <laughs> um seriously that is not mine mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i remember very vividly when my mom, my mom started dating this guy and I didn't like him, mm-hmm. I didn't think that he was a good fit for my mom. I was like, I was like, you, in my head, I was just like, you're not good enough for my mom. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not good enough for my mom. Mm-hmm. I told my mom, I was like, I don't like him. And I think you need to break up with him. And my mom was like, you don't, I remember that you don't want me to be happy. I remember this. We were in, we lived in an apartment, mm-hmm. and my room, my brother's room, my mom's room, bathroom, kitchen, living room. And I remember standing in this hallway. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I was in my mom's bedroom, and I was like right by the edge of the TV, right by her dresser. She mm-hmm. had a suitcase open because my mom's in the military. She was like, "You don't, you don't want me to be happy," and I was like, "I do want to mm-hmm. be happy," mm-hmm. but you need to go ahead and be happy with somebody else. (laughs) So yeah, I remember that that was like maybe one of the first times that I really experienced um, just, just, just disappointment. And that situation, Mm -hmm. That situation went on for years. And that, that right there was that right there is one of the most pivotal moments that I'm aware of to my knowledge in this moment, talking to you of when I felt hurt and disappointment and I do believe starting at that situation that taught me how to date
0: mm-hmm. yep Set so your, you're setting your expectations Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. real talk
1: your goals that's... are not together I will not date you you're what if, if I refuse to date people whose goals are not together and that's probably why I'm such an overachiever now because I'm like you think I'm gonna no I date a certain caliber. Period. I'm not going to date you if you ain't got it together. No. Real
0: talk. Just, ain't nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. Absolutely. Never, never lower your standards. Never. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yes.
1: That's the first time I remember vividly, as of right now, while me and you are talking.
0: Good stuff. All right. That's a great one. Now, when you think of the times, now you uh, give me a favor and think of multiple times. Just think of them. You don't have to express them. Think of multiple times in which you felt hurt or disappointed, and tell me where do you feel that in your body
1: i feel it right in the middle of my chest
0: right in your chest yep yeah yeah on a scale of one to ten how heavy is it
1: Um, right now it's a three beginning of the year probably a seven
0: why why the beginning of the year
1: beginning of the year from december from november 2021 all the way through Almost summertime. No, from December
0: 2020.
1: 2020. November yeah. 2020, all the way up to about nearly the summertime of 2021.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had one of the largest life transitions I've ever had. And me and my mom were just going, we were going edit and going yep. editing edit and going edit and going edit to the point where I think that time was like the worst our relationships ever been. Um We were being disrespectful, saying disrespectful things, doing Mm -hmm. disrespectful actions, blocking her for months at a time, Mm -hmm. cussing her out. She's cussing back. We're pissed. It's just a lot. And that was just a really heavy time period in my life to the point where it made me emotionally distant from everybody in my life. I did not want to talk to them. Real talk. Yeah.
0: The as you think of that time. You still feel it in your chest? Do you feel it anywhere else?
1: Uh, no, just chest and stomach.
0: Chest and stomach. Okay. Yep. And, and it's a three now, but it was a seven, but it was always in that space.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right. Go ahead and make sure you pay attention to that. So now we're connected with the mind and body. We have the mind body connection now.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So with this, it's a simple, systematic guided meditation. So with it being a guided meditation, you can go ahead and close your eyes and relax And let me know when you're ready for the process to drop your baggage. Let's go. All right. Now, just imagine floating up above your timeline. Now float to the left and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past. Above that first event in which you felt hurt or disappointed. When you felt disappointed when you were just a little girl, you're talking to your mom in that apartment building. And just imagine hover, hovering above that event, seeing yourself from a third-person point of view, like a fly on the wall. Let me know when you're above that event. I'm there. Awesome. Now, just stay right there. Don't move. Just stay hovering in that, that area, right, that space right there. And just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event, the learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings. And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone.
1: Do you want me to say what I said? Not yet. Okay, cool. Let me finish communicating with everybody. Go,
0: go <laughs> ahead. Go here.
1: I think they're all gone.
0: Awesome. Now, with you hovering above the event, keep your eyes closed and tell me, what is something that you learned from the event?
1: I learned that as adults. Mm-hmm. We are all doing the best that we can do with the resources that we have. Mm-hmm. we go through the traumas that we experience because all of us did not have the time to learn those traumas because we were so busy doing life things mm-hmm. and I learned that mm, I learned that we are. We're literally just doing the best that we can with what we have. And mm-hmm. you can't expect somebody to do better if they haven't seen better and they don't know better. Mm-hmm. And if better's not around at the time, then sometimes you just do OK with what's there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, keep your eyes closed. And with you observing the event, tell me, what can you take from the event with you into the future to make you a better person?
1: Don't, don't judge people for where they currently are because Mm -hmm. you never know about the traumas that they're dealing with at the time. They can Mm -hmm. cause them to do certain things that don't make any sense. Real Mm talk. So yeah, that's that's yep. That's what I would say.
0: (laughs) Real talk. Now. Just imagine floating up above your timeline and float to the left and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're above the dinosaurs. Okay. Now, as you're above the dinosaurs, just imagine floating into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. Let me know when you're there. There. Okay. Now, listen closely. Float very, very high above your timeline, above each and every event in which you felt hurt and disappointed from birth until now in chronological order. Don't skip one event that has a charge on it. Preserve the learnings and let go of all the hurt and disappointment all the way back to now and don't come back to now until all of the, the hurt and disappointment is gone. Go. Okay. All uh, gone?
1: I believe they're gone.
0: Awesome. Slow down into your body, and open your eyes when you're ready. Welcome back. So, what's up? What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you feel?
1: Um, I feel great.
0: Yeah. 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 Of course, you you always feel great, though, right? I do. <laughs> what's the difference between how you felt and how you feel?
1: Um, I feel lighter. I feel like I have a better understanding like I have a much better understanding it makes me have more compassion yeah so I feel
0: yeah real talk let's go ahead and test it out huh so uh, <laughs> do you smell bacon no <laughs> good I uh why do you say it like that do you not eat bacon
1: I don't eat bacon
0: I don't, I don't, you're like no <laughs> I asked that question to get your mind off the meditation. Um, (laughs) Um, Can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion and go back and notice if you can feel it or you may find that you cannot?
1: Why isn't anything immediately coming up? Stuff you see me. Why is not it now? I know that if I think hard enough, something's going to happen. But right now, ain't nothing happening.
0: Ain't nothing going to happen.
1: For real. Oh, wow. Do I, y'all got some NLP books? i, <laughs> I been meditating, but I guess I don't meditate, right? Don't... <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. The Drop Your Baggage Podcast. What you think you was going to do?
1: Wow. Yo. What the? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's different
0: i'm gonna let you process that real quick <laughs> okay. okay yeah
1: okay cool it's different yeah
0: it's like trying on a new outfit it's like oh snap okay
1: it's like what the heck yeah.
0: <laughs> so what you uh, i'll explain it in a second so um i want you to go out into the future to an unspecified time in the future in which if the same thing would have happened in the past, you would have felt inappropriately or unwarrantly hurt and disappointed. But it's the future now, so see if you can find that old emotion, or you may find that you cannot.
1: Mm. No, I don't. Mm-mm. And I'm definitely a visual person, so I'm not... You know, when I'd be thinking of stuff, it'd be pretty detailed. <laughs>
0: yeah. So no.
1: No, not really. No.
0: Congratulations. You just released a bunch of hurt and disappointment.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I call this the um, all right. So there's a few things that happen. Number one, you reframed all of those things that you went over uh, when you were going through your timeline. So you reframed every single event. Hurt people, hurt people. We're all doing the best that we can with the resources and consciousness that we have. That ain't about me. Right. All of those different things. Once you see it from those perspectives, like you said, you have empathy and compassion for the people within it. Yeah. So so therefore you don't see it from the same point of view, like you used to see it with the baggage and the emotion in it. All Mm -hmm. you see are these people as people as spirits right here on the earth. And then once you see them as just people, then boom, you ain't got You don't have a lot of weight to it anymore. You just baggage. see it as folks going through it with a baggage.
2: Yes. Literally.
0: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. N- so once you change your perspective, you gain a consciousness. And, then you know, if anybody knows, I, I, I will definitely, uh, definitely believe that, you know, once we change our consciousness about anything, then we can't go back to the old consciousness. It's kind of like Santa Claus. Absolutely. You, it's like if a kid believes in Santa Claus, that's their consciousness they believe they getting chris they getting christmas presents from santa claus however there's a consciousness shift that happens excuse me shift shift that happens mm-hmm. now once that shift happens they can't see they can't see themselves getting presents from santa anymore in fact santa isn't even real and they can't go back to that old consciousness so you right. can't go back to that old consciousness about any of those past events that you went through hopefully with your mother you know what i mean because now you just see her as somebody that's going through whatever she's going through with her own trauma and how right. hurt people hurt people and how we only know what we know. Right. Boom. So what you just had, there was a major breakthrough, did years of therapy, years of personal development and had multiple breakthroughs within minutes.
1: Right. Literally, literally. That's crazy. Okay. Yo, we tapped in.
0: <laughs> that's what's up. Hey, so uh go ahead and like uh tell us um tell us more about like this experience that you had. You know, a lot of people haven't a lot of people haven't uh gone through this before. And also a lot of people may think that this show is full of shit. So please tell no. tell, tell <laughs> the folks.
1: <laughs> uh I mean, you know, you can I'm I'm a firm believer in, in the emotional guidance system. Mm-hmm abraham hicks she teaches Mm -hmm. emotional Mm -hmm. guidance system and you can usually feel it in your stomach so you know when when you go back on past situations like that and you think like oh let's look at this situation a little differently
2: Mm
1: -hmm. it's like the newfound consciousness makes it a new situation Mm. it's not affecting you in the way it was because it's it's a new situation so now it's like there are plenty of times throughout that you know this this 23 years where there were just event 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 event, event, you know just so many events now it's more like whatever I don't have time I have other things to focus on I don't care you know so Mm -hmm. like yep you were a human you did your human experience you lived your life none of my business
0: right
1: (laughs) it's just just like okay whatever that was just a human experience and Mm -hmm. y'all have them so you did a great job that's what I say.
0: <laughs> Boom. And then yeah. gone. Just like that. Literally. Did you feel from every experience, like your, your heart chakra and your, your, you know, like your, the energy in your stomach just expanding more and more and more?
1: Um, I actually felt it getting smaller.
0: Mm. Oh, so it's like a, like shrinkage, like yeah. a, a energy that's like dissipating.
1: Yeah. I felt it getting smaller. Mm. Kind of like not being there anymore. <sighs> Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: What was some of the most beneficial things that you learned uh, about? Like, of course, like you talked about, you know, how they're going through their human experience. But what was the thing that you like really saw? You're like, wow, I didn't I didn't even see from that point of view. And I've never might might not have ever saw from that point of view without this exercise.
1: The fact that. Like. (laughs) It made me think to the friends I have now. Like, my friends are between twenty five and and forty. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm thinking, wait a minute. Like, my homegirl was the same age that my mama was. And my mm. was you know, it was like, it's like mm. your parents is human.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like,
1: they, your parents are. It doesn't really matter that your parents, your parents were just vessels to bring you into this world.
0: 100%. Yeah. The, the, it kind of, it, what it did for me, you know, my, my mom raised me as a single parent. So, what this exercise did for me was to knock her off that pedestal. Yes. Yeah, so, so, like, then I could just see her as this, this uh, divine expression of the creator living this human experience. And then, boom, once I saw that, I just saw like, All the hurt that she had gone through, you know, being raised by gangsters and, you know, like uh, having a a man that, you know, Mm -hmm. left her with all of this responsibilities. And she never wanted kids. Like, did she ever even consider abortion? You know what I mean? Like knocking her off that pedestal allowed me to have that empathy and compassion for her that I never had before, because that's your mama. You know what I mean? Like you got to hold your mama
1: to to do everything. (laughs) to. <laughs> you know, like, you, know, yeah, you you definitely you definitely look at your you definitely look at your mom as the person that's supposed to be able to do everything mm-hmm. from birth because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Like for for nearly a year, mm-hmm. if you don't feed me, I'm not gonna eat. What are you gonna do? You gonna let me die? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> look at your parent. Is that? And I mean, honestly, this year is the first year that I ever even. This year was my year of realizing that my parents are actually human.
2: Yeah.
1: I had to ask my mom, like, you get sad? Oh, <laughs> like I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, okay. She was just like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, oh well, I mean, how was I supposed to know that? You know, you know. Or asking her stuff like, like, oh, you you have dreams that you didn't do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have those? <laughs>
2: like,
1: what are you doing with those? You know, what I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, it's it's crazy because it's like you just think back, like, your mom's definitely human, just like you are.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, that that kind of it's been blowing my mind for a whole year now, man. Realizing my mom actually does stuff because she's human. Yeah.
0: How do you think this will change your relationship with your mother?
1: Oh, it's changed our relationship drastically because now I'm able to just not look at her from a place of like, why would you do that?
2: Right. Right. Now
1: it's more like, child, she's just going through her life experience.
2: Boom.
1: And she's just dealing with her own stuff. And Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't, I don't know, like just now it's different. I just be like, she's human. She's doing the best she can which my mom will mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. doing the best she's doing the best she can you know what i'm saying like that's it like she's literally just doing the best she can with what she got yeah all around from trauma maintenance to everything mm-hmm. like can't expect anything more
0: that's right that's right amen hey good job yo you killed that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey! Thank you so much for showing up for your divine appointment. I knew I, I slipped into your DMs, and you answered. You know, it's
1: <laughs> the fact that I didn't see it and was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry!" Like, hey, what's yeah, up?
0: yeah, that was so sweet of you, and I just appreciate um, you being on the podcast and giving me the opportunity to be a blessing.
1: Well, your podcast is dope. Like, I'm about to send some more guests your right?
0: <laughs> way. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. And also, hey, my you know, friend,
1: my friend Joe is a therapist. He should get on your podcast.
0: Let's go. Let's go. You know, therapists, They, you know, some therapists just think this is a pseudoscience. So they don't actually, like, see, like, NLP of anything of, like, actual, like, on the same caliber of what they do. So whenever I have therapists on, I love the talk, you know, shop talk yes. as far as mindset and everything. But then take them through the process. They're like,
1: this is I like- think it would be great. Like, there's, there's a lot of people that should go on your podcast.
0: I would hey, send them my way. I can't wait to be a blessing to anybody I and will. everybody. I'm gonna send them. Ah! Hey, um, you've already listened. You've already told us so, gave us, given us so much game. Uh, please give us uh, one more word of wisdom before we tie this up in a bow.
1: what do you want it to be about?
0: Whatever is on your heart. What do you think somebody needs to hear out there?
1: Um.
0: Mm. you just felt something i
1: don't know if i should say this (laughs) um right now i'm just right now i'm studying heavy the differences between you know masculine and feminine energy and how to you know balance your masculine and feminine energies and Mm -hmm. to all of the women or men doesn't matter what you got going on Mm -hmm. um learn more about yourself Mm. learn more about yourself because you got a lot of bond spots and you're ignoring them because you don't know that they exist because you're not being intentional with your introspection and because you're not being intentional with your introspection you're going to miss out on a lot of the things that are actually meant for you so the a lot of women y'all need to tap more like I don't care if you're gay, straight. I don't care if you date chimpanzees, for God's sake. (laughs) A lot of you women, if you are a divine feminine, you Mm -hmm. need to learn how to tap more into your divine femininity. Mm -hmm. If you, for my my women that are divine masculines, because it doesn't even have a sexuality attached,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: for my women that are divine masculines, figure it out. Because... There are men out here that are also divine feminists, but they're still very manly, Mm -hmm. and that might be the guy that you're supposed to be with, sweetie. (laughs) And for my women that are divine feminines, you are supposed to be with a very masculine man, a alpha man, you know, for lack of better terms. But all that trauma you got in your past is stopping you from embracing your femininity, and it's really stopping you from having a lot of powerful male relationships in your life because Mm. men are only put here to do a few things. Mm. Anything men do is to make your life easier if you pick the right ones.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Yep. Yep. They can go read The Way of a Superior Man or they can go read some books on sexual energy. That's not my business. They go do what they do. But if they go read, they need to start putting the action immediately. Put in the action and you're going to get the results out every time.
0: Every time. Damn. Jada, just just fire. Just, I'm going to have a yeah. special effect on your... I mean. <laughs> uh facts hey once again thank you so much for showing up for your divine appointment thank you and i want to talk to the audience thank you guys so much for your attention and your support i love each and every one of you guys that listen to the podcast with all my heart and uh if you are on youtube or facebook please consider hitting the like and subscribe button and if you're on a, a podcast platform give a brother five stars and some feedback as well uh, And once again, I'm your host, Charles Wolfwork, uh, uh, the self-talk engineer. And right here on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, we talk to people that are dope, that can give you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, take care of yourself and take care of one another. Peace. We
2: We out, (laughs) y'all.